Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guest today is Liana Chauli, a best-selling author, founder of Image Therapist International Incorporated, a global thought leader, style sage educator, and innovator. She has spent four decades consulting CEOs, celebrities, and political figures on matters of self-image. As a developer of the process of image therapy, she provides transformation through the empowerment of language, action, and wardrobe to help her clients renew confidence and change their core beliefs. In today's episode, Liana teaches you how you too can use your language, actions, and wardrobe to transform your life. Welcome to Lifeology. Hi, James. It's so good to be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the listeners may not remember this, but you've been on my show, gosh, two or three, four years ago. I can't remember when our show was just starting out. So I'm so happy that you are back. You're always welcome back on my show every time. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. Well, a lot has changed. And I know that a lot has changed in your life. And, you know, mm. we've all been through this crazy time. Yes. And yes. as you were saying in the introduction, you know, I have a lot to say about that, but I think that you might have a very specific question about what it is that we're talking about. <laughs> Maybe if you do, if not, I'll just like start sharing. I know. I know. That's it's funny. I was talking to your publicist. I'm like, I love her and I will always direct her where we're going to go because we only have 23 minutes. So we're going to fly through all this. So when it comes to language, action and wardrobe, how did you measure that to say, ah, these are three things that lead to someone's core beliefs? Well, I'll tell you the, the one of the foundations of my life is uh, the ontology of language. Okay, mm-hmm. so ontologically, meaning in the body, how mm-hmm. we are being in in our world, and most people don't think about that. But if you really go back and you look at the anthropological side of humanity, and you look at mm-hmm. what we're creating, every single thing that's created in our world was created in language first. If it's not languageable, yes. it's not actionable, right? Mm-hmm. So for those of us who are writers and songwriters and, and architects, and we, we know that we can show a lot. However, when the distinctions of our living show up in language. So mm-hmm. when I say right. style, which means seek to transform your life every day, and the law of style, language, action, and wardrobe of seeking to transform your life every day. It begins with our thoughts, which are language. We don't have thoughts with just feelings. That's another whole conversation that we're going to have about feelings and being able to 
assess them through language. So in psychology, let me piggyback out that real fast. In psychology, we also teach exactly like what you're saying. So on, from a psychological approach, what we think about determines what we feel. What we feel determines what we do. So we come from a place of the, the cognitions, the thoughts, which creates your emotions, which creates how you show up. And so yours is the same concept when it comes to that as well. As yeah, a language so you have it like that. I, I tried to shorten it for television and it's mm-hmm. what I think comes out of my mouth, falls into my lap and shows up in my life. Yeah. And that's what people, people think, oh, I'm at the behest of my thoughts. I'm like, no, you're not. We can choose what we think. We can choose to turn our point of view into a different direction. So when I say, for example, I don't need anything, which is a contraction, it's a contraction in my heart. I don't need anything. Or I have everything I need, which basically means the same thing, but it's coming from an expansion. Where are you in your life that you are looking at yourself at your masterpiece and the conversations that most people are having, whether it's male or female, you don't have to be gay, straight, it doesn't matter. Human beings, we question who we are. We question our worth. We question our goodness. We question our I'm great. And so the language that we attribute, right, to those thoughts can be shifted. So if I look at my body and I'm seeing my body naked in the mirror, front, back, side, center, which is what, one of the things that most people don't ever do. To be with life exactly the way it is and exactly the way it isn't is the place where we have agency. Yes. So agency means, look, it's raining outside. I'm not going to go and discuss the rain and say, hey, could you please stop raining? Or with gravity when my glasses fall on the floor and crack. We are with those things because we know that it's the nature of the world. But we're not with those things when it comes to us, hence plastic surgery, hence twisting ourselves mm-hmm. into these pretzels, whether it's emotional or spiritual or, or yeah. physical. We have to sweat it to get into that mini skirt. We have to sweat it to get into that <laughs> whatever high fashion thing. And yeah. the truth is, no, what goes yeah. on your body needs to be in in alignment with who you are and that's when the magic happens so your inner conversation image therapy the healing art of image therapy and your outer image when those align together and they're not you know like this they're not in 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 this like war with one another when we are in sync and in alignment with who we are meaning when we can be in acceptance right yes so the, the most of the world is reacting. They look in the mirror and they go, oh my God, that's awful. Where did that come from? <laughs> Instead of having an awareness, having the acceptance to what's there and then taking a mindful action, which is, by the way, the Liano's AAA plan. So take a breath, have an awareness of where you are in this moment, mm-hmm. your body, feel the insides of your eyelids then have an acceptance of what's here because fighting that isn't going to really get you anywhere. Sure. What's also really interesting as well is many times people have a feeling and they, they they look can look in the mirror and be like, Oh, whatever, however they feel. And if they don't like how the way they feel today, well, perhaps they had, they woke up yesterday and like, Oh, I feel, I'm feeling really good. I'm on top of the world. They look in the mirror and like, I don't look too bad. But what often happens is like you said, those thoughts. And so a lot of time is our perception. So our mood will dictate how we feel. So what I would tell people is if you're in a really, if you're struggling right now to kind of change your mood, 
probably don't look in the mirror right now because you're just going to replay all those negative things as well. So it's also really be mindful of to be preemptive and proactive to say, if I'm struggling and I'm not able to do some of the steps that you're talking about, those, those three A's, then what can I do? Is it, is it serving me in the moment to look in the mirror now or should I wait a few minutes? Yeah. And, and the other thing that we can do, you know, you talk about mood. So mood is always what, what surrounds everything, right? Mm -hmm. If we know that everything is encapsulated in the mood that we're in and we have access to changing the mood, you listen to music, dance naked in your living room, go out for coffee, take yourself, I don't know, to the movies. And, and your mind might be saying, no, you can't do that. Or no, I don't have time for that. Or I really don't want to do that by myself. I mean, ego will speak and ego always speaks loudest and always speaks first, <laughs> right? Yes. The soul is a very tiny, quiet, gentle voice that is sitting in your left ventricle. And in order for you to hear it, you got to quiet the ego. Yes. And so often it's just, just take a breath. Can you just take a breath? And remember one thing that makes your heart sing. Like for me, and, and I'm sharing this um, bluntly because it was really, really hard for me in COVID. I was in a puddle mm. on the floor. I couldn't stop crying. I was on the verge of, you know, not wanting to be here. Mm. And the thing that kept showing up for me and the thing that I kept playing on my phone was my granddaughter saying, Nana, I love you. Where are you? Come visit, you know, old voice messages and her singing and my grandson. So we are responsible for our mood. We are responsible for what comes out of our head, out of our mouth, how it turns into action or the lack thereof. Okay. And clothing is just an extension of that. Clothing is the extension of the conversation that we have with ourselves. And then it either shows up as a beautiful sanctuary or it shows up as a museum. Most people don't have closets. They have museums. They have orphanages. Yeah, mm -hmm. They they have, uh, what do you call them? Like care packages that should be going to somebody else and not to you because so, they're ancient yes. from 1982. Yes. <laughs> Living in the past of who they were as opposed to who they are today, of course. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you an emerging persona or a global organization that isn't getting recognition from the press? Have your marketing and advertisement efforts hit a plateau? Let us help you take your brand to the next level. Red Heifer Media is a full-service boutique public relations agency specializing in health and wellness, tech, real estate, and nonprofit organizations. We can turn your successful company into a reputable brand. Take your first step and visit www.redheifermedia.com. Once again, visit www.redheifermedia.com to take your brand to the next level. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Lifeology Radio. I am your host and licensed psychotherapist, James Miller. Today, I'm speaking with Liana Chauli, who is teaching you how you can use your language, actions, and wardrobe to transform your life. For more information about Liana, please visit betheoffer.com. I wanted to transition into the program because I know you have a program that talks specifically about this that many people can work with. So it's, it's like we said in the intro there as well, that allowing people to have their thoughts or excuse me, their language, their action, and the wardrobe. Tell me more about that program because I really want my viewers and listeners to be able to work with you because when they're not in Los Angeles like you are, they can transform and transform their lives as well. So tell me more about that program. So I'm really proud of this program because we, we ran it five years live. And it is mm. every module. So there's six modules, 45 minutes of coaching with PowerPoint, and then 40, 45 minutes of the clients coming and sitting on the throne. I don't call it a hot seat. I call it a throne. 
because every yeah. man is a king and every woman is a queen. Yes. And the incredible feedback we've been getting over the last five to 10 years from people all over France, Japan, China, Brazil mm -hmm. has been so powerful. I mean, I didn't think it would be so powerful as a, as a home study program because sure. I thought, well, people need, you know, they need live interaction. Yet when we turned it into a home study program, it just blew the doors off. Wow. And so when people say to me, how can I study? How can I learn this? I said, look, just start with a little gift at the beginning, go to the gift, download the videos, you'll get them. They're going to be dripping into your inbox. Then you take the next step. Then you take the next step. Because this isn't a, a thing where most people just jump in the cold ocean. Yeah. It is a very personal journey. Your style journey, as you're listening to this, is like no one else's. And each one of you who's watching this, listening to this, you have a different key into your brain into your heart and into your soul. And when those yes. align, sometimes people wait 10 years. And my suggestion to you is don't wait 10 years because after waiting 10 years, people have come back and said, why didn't you make me do this? You just made me do this. You oh, knew that I was in the hole. So my suggestion would just be get started, get your free gift, keep going, yeah. connect with me. I'm very available for conversations. Because I think that as mentors, we have an obligation to be there for our students, no matter where mm -hmm. you are. Yes. Many times people do show up in their wardrobe and sometimes it's authentic and sometimes it's not. Why, what would you say is the most difficult thing? Why people are not congruent with how they show up in their wardrobe with how they truly feel about themselves? Yeah, I love that question, James. That's a beautiful question. So most people don't use clothing as a frame. They use clothing as armor. And most people don't realize that because we, as children, like, you know, a little kid goes into his mother's underwear drawer, takes a G-string, puts the G-string on his head, comes out, mommy, look, I have a new hat. I'm going to school like this today. And the mother, all the mother has to do is go that, that one second look is enough for a child to make a contract, silent mm. contract inside his or her heart, oh, I made a mistake. And that mistake is related to clothing. And that mistake that I'm not good sure. enough or mommy got upset is related to clothing. Now, clothing is our second skin. It lives and breathes on this first skin, which is constantly you as a psychologist. No, this is talking. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. When we use our second skin as armor, it's because there's something we don't want the world to see. But yeah. most people have never learned that you can use clothing to your benefit. You can use these tools for language, action, and wardrobe so that the world sees all the gloriousness of food. Yes. So it's not yes. the clothes that show up or walk in a half an hour before you do, but this. So the clothing is important, but it's not really so important. And the reason why it doesn't become important is because when you are wearing the clothing that's aligned with who you are, it's a platter upon which you are presented. It becomes a frame so that the painting is the most important. So that people mm. pay attention to what you're saying, not going, are those animals on your tie? What kind of buttons are those? Wow, those are some big buttons. And, you know, most people don't realize that if you're earrings are too big, or if the suit is too tight, or if the color is too red, 
then the attention of the viewer goes to that piece. Mm -hmm. You have actually lost them. With that, you know, I'm thinking of many people that I know that are, in my opinion, very good dressers and other people that just don't really care as much. Is there a difference between people who just don't care and they show up in a way which is maybe different than not necessarily trying to cover something, being armor, but they just haven't linked together or don't realize that their expression of their clothing is actually demonstrative. In other words, it really reflects who they are. Yes. So the awareness of something, you know, some people aren't aware um, that they have body odor. Some people don't, are not Mm -hmm. aware that they have bad breath. Some people aren't aware Mm -hmm. that they need to wash their hair more often. Now, there are certain things that we think as an adult in, in the Western world you would know, right? Mm-hmm. Clothing yes. and the way to use clothing is not an awareness. It's been taught through fashion. Now it's being mm-hmm. taught yes. stylists. But no one has come, this is the reason why I created Image Therapy, no one has come and said, listen, there's a huge, amazing masterpiece inside of this person. So there's the body, the structure, the color. There's the way you walk, the way you talk. And if you have a little voice like this, you're going to be a very different person. So let's get the right clothing on your body, right? And so nobody thinks about this stuff and says, wow, there's a three-dimensional living, breathing human masterpiece that's showing up with big boobs, but she's only 5'3", and she's got a great booty, but she doesn't really have a tiny waist. And so... And we are architectural masterpieces, meaning when we look at something, when it's balanced, the beauty shows up. Mm-hmm. Yes. But no one yes. teaches a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 15-year-old, that's why I want to teach this in colleges, and I just did at Pepperdine. Perfect. Why is it that you need to understand the landscape of this architecture so that you can dress it? Yes. Because if someone else comes and teaches it to you, they, it might be through their lens. So this image therapy is the only program sure. that actually gives you the, the reins and says, look, there's a program. Here are the techniques. This is what you need to look for. Now go find yourself in there and let me support you while you're doing it. That's beautiful. In social media nowadays, if, if they look a certain way, it becomes this, this idea that it's all superficial. How do you break down the stereotypes between the superficiality of how people say you should dress or et cetera versus their own authentic self? Oh, great, great question. So in the process of image therapy and in this world, you are the most important piece. You are the center of the circle. Out of that circle, you have pieces of the pie. You are going to the Oscars, James. I'm going... Mm -hmm to the homeless shelter in downtown. Every human being has all these different aspects to their life, okay? Mm -hmm. And wherever you go, there you are. You want to find your Oscar outfit. You want to find the perfect bathing suit for you because first and foremost, it needs to be amazing on you. And then it needs to be respectful to every single situation that you go into. So if I dress Jesse Johnson for the Oscars, it's going to, she's going to look very different than um, Oscar Wilde at the Oscars Mm -hmm. or uh, Elizabeth Taylor at the Oscars. Okay. Mm -hmm. So every human being has their own beautiful, amazing, essential formula, which is what this free gift is that we're going to be giving out. And when you understand that all those components make up you and there will never, ever be another one like you, you get to understand, first, I need to see who this is. 
At 45 or 50, have I taken on other people's roles? Have I molded myself into another human being like my mother wanted me to be or my sister wanted me to be? Or the world wants me to be, or fashion is dictating me to be, and I cannot twist myself into a pretzel just to be fit what fashion is saying. Fashion is wonderful, it's fantastic. Yet, most of what we see on the runways is very hard for 90% of humanity to be wearing. So, humanity, the end consumer, needs to be in charge and learn oh, I can use that beautiful royal blue blazer and I can pair it up with these very elegant jeans. But you need to understand what looks good on you so that you can go out into the ocean of what's available Mm -hmm. and take a moment and see, oh, this works on me. That doesn't work so much on me. Yeah. Well, the other aspect as well is thinking so many people are, are used to their style, but when it comes to colors, when it comes to patterns, when it comes to textures, how would you help them in this program? I'm sure you teach them as well. How would you help them to try something like that to get out? Okay, of well, let's, yeah, let's, well, let's, let's just go by the basics. So style architecture, which is essentially what they're what uh, image therapy is. It's very simple. If this is your body or this is your body, right. Then mm-hmm. there's like a physicality to, to your body. Maybe this is your yeah. body. You're right from the side and slim. Mm-hmm. You're white from the front and slim from the side. So there's architectural, mathematic, golden rule kind of things. Mm. So you're coloring, it's a golden rule. Like my my hair is now silver. It used to be dark. Mm -hmm. It used to be black. Mm -hmm. You have a certain texture in your skin. The texture in your skin, the texture in your hair, the color of your eyes, the sound of your voice, all of those filter into what looks amazing on you. If you're like Robert Mm. Redford and you have all this texture going on in your skin. And this isn't an old Robert Redford. This is when he was Mm -hmm. young, you know, freckles and stuff and Mm -hmm. and leathery. That looks really amazing. That texture looks amazing when it's on his body, meaning tweed and suede and Mm -hmm. velvet and plaid and stuff, you know? When you have smooth, smooth skin, like Elizabeth Taylor, even when she got older, smooth satins and smooth leathers oh, and smooth diamonds and so when you start to understand what the relationality and the scalability meaning so big nose big eyes big earrings mm-hmm. big rings mm-hmm. little person big voice so you start to understand <laughs> how how does that you know i'm five three and people don't don't know that but when they see me they go god your voice on the phone i thought you were like five eleven i'm like Oh, well, I am six for 10 when it comes to all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we don't, think, we don't think about these situations. Sure. Like the other day I was at an event and, and I heard this booming man's voice. Okay. I go out into the hallway and I'm like, who does this voice belong to? And I see this tiny little gentleman, Mexican gentleman, five, five, cleaning up the dishes. I'm like, well, can be him. No sooner had I turned around and wanted to walk back, he's speaking again. And I swear to God, I walked back and I went, oh my God, that voice is coming out of this tiny little delicate man with a lot of muscle. So we, do you see what I'm saying? We come to life with our voice, our gaze, 
the intensity of who we are, our character, our demureness, our outgoingness, and all yes. of that, all of that is the tapestry of our style. I love that. That's beautiful. We only have a couple of seconds here, but I wanted to ask you this as, as we wrap up here. So the, the individuals who can take this, this course with you, I'm assuming it's male, female, non-binary, all individuals can be a part of this? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's better for non-binary and women because okay. there, is ma- there is male in there, 30%. You know, the, mm-hmm. the teachings are for every component are male and female. And yes. a lot of the people that are responding to it are, are female and non-binary and trans. Perfect. Okay. It's, well, wonderful. Of course, trans, trans as well. I apologize. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. Because as I was hearing all this, I was like, gosh, I would really like to know more about this as should. well. Because you're talking you about are. my skin, et cetera, and all that. So I, that's what I was asking. So I, my viewers and listeners, I want you to know that I'm actually really interested in this. And I will be taking this course as well. Liana, it has been an absolute pleasure having you at my show today. Thank you so much for teaching us so many wonderful things. If my viewers and right. listeners want to find out more information about you, to work with you, to be a part of this class, and learn so yes. much more about you, where would they find this information online? You would go to be the offer.com, B-E-T-H-E-O-F-F-E-R.com. Get your free gift. Once you go to be the offer.com, you're going to be part of my tribe. And we would love to hear more from you. You can find me on social media everywhere. Mrs. Google has a lot to say about this work. So 14 pages. <laughs> go ask Mrs. Google or just come to be the offer.com. <laughs> <laughs> One of my viewers and listeners also know that if they can't find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes to James Miller at lifeology.com and I will link you with Liana Shaouli at betheoffer.com. Thank you so much, Liana. I appreciate all your time. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.